and welcome to the Farm One podcast. As you can tell, it's a little bit different today. It's just me. Uh, we've got a special episode because uh, it's Martin Luther King Day this week, which is a holiday at Farm One. We think it's important that it's a holiday uh, across the United States. And we think it's a great opportunity uh, to kind of re-examine some things um, about you know racial injustice in the US, about some of the words of Dr. King. Um, and also, you know, for Farm One, some of the ways in which the food system is impacted by racial inequality and, and other forces uh, certainly things that the civil rights movement and, and Dr. King uh, were certainly fighting against. And I think that especially now in this time in this country, you know, Dr. King's voice is one that's really sorely missed um, and, you know, more than ever. And so what better opportunity to kind of look at some things uh, that could help us learn a little bit more and kind of, you know, understand you know, more of his mission and understand more of his words as well. So uh, it's just me today, but I'm going to be reading out and uh, examining some recommendations from the Farm One team, some things that we thought were interesting to explore right now, um, some podcasts, some articles, um, some basic bits of information as well. Um, And hopefully you leave this with, you know, something that inspires you to check out a different avenue, a different um, a different piece of media, a book, or something like that uh, that would catch your interest. So let's dive in. So first of all, just straight off the bat, and this is something that um, maybe a few few folks have like heard of, certainly more than a million people visit each year, so I think a few people have heard of it, but the King Center in Atlanta is kind of the beginning and the foundation and the center of Dr. King's work, uh, set up by Coretta Scott King in 1968. Um, and it's a place that you can visit in normal times, but also a website and a place to learn more about Dr. King. So if you're starting an exploration, I think that's a great place um, to do it. Um, and you know, once the world opens up again, um, a great place to visit if you're in Atlanta or if you wanna make a journey uh, to check it out. So that's the King Center. And then also at Stanford University, they've actually got the Martin Luther King uh, Research and Education Institute as well. And what they do is more about pulling together Dr. King's works, so his speeches, his works, his writings, um, pretty much anywhere that there's any kind of like academic examination of what he did and uh, the civil rights movement um, overall. uh, The Martin Luther King Jr. uh, Research and Education Institute is a place to do that. Um, so you can check out their website. It's a great place to kind of explore as well. And I recommend you do that. And then, you know, one of the things that we were talking about today as, as a team is, that, you know, Michael on our team actually every day on MLK Day will choose another one of Martin Luther King's speeches um, to uh, examine and kind of listen to and learn more. And so one of the speeches that he particularly recommended was I've been to the mountaintop. And this is a speech which um, you know, obviously the message of the speech is powerful, but also the day that it was written or day that it was uh, spoken was powerful because it was the day before uh, Dr. King was assassinated as well. So um, recommend that as a place to maybe get started if you haven't read or listened to one of his speeches before. Uh, you can find that on PBS, which has, you know, five of um, Martin Luther King's um, most memorable speeches. So you can find that there very easily. There's a link that we're going to be providing to that as well. So check that out. It's a, you know, it's a, it's a really nice practice, I think, um, and something that, you know, could be interesting for a lot of folks. And then, you know, we wanted to share some articles. I think that personally, you know, we all have information overload nowadays. So sharing articles can be, you know, something that is like not always helpful, but I think in this kind of 
setting for this week, it probably is. And, and the first place that we wanted to share with you was um, a kind of uh, an article on Civil Eats. And if you haven't already gone to Civil Eats and checked that out, that's a great place to kind of discover about food justice, the food system, um, inequalities that are related to food and how we eat and hospitality. Um, I really recommend just discovering that site. And I don't know if people bookmark websites anymore, but like maybe follow them on social or something like that, because there's always good topics there, always good content coming out. So they have um, an article called On MLK Day, Our Stories on Food and Democracy. So they have a roundup of recent reporting, which they already do really well. So it's not, you know, it's not one of these articles that's like this token kind of thing. They already do this stuff pretty well. Um, so I think it's worth um, checking that out. Um, and then they also have uh, an article about regenerative agriculture. And so I thought this was really interesting. Regenerative agriculture is certainly something that is like a hot topic nowadays, but this article is uh, entitled, Does Regenerative Agriculture Have a Race Problem? Um, and I think it's, it's really interesting because, you know, they're talking about um, black and indigenous people of color, farmers um, and advocates talking about how you know, these practices of regenerative agriculture, of returning nutrition to the earth and being a steward of the land are things that indigenous peoples and, you know, black folks have been doing, um, you know, for centuries or for millennia. And then all of a sudden, when a bunch of white folks start talking about it, uh, it becomes like this fashionable thing. But actually, you know, the roots go much, much earlier. And Ina was talking about how she, you know, attended an environmental racism and justice workshop. Uh, a week ago, and this was like a hot topic at that time. So it's definitely something that people are starting to pay attention to. And Civil Eats has um, a good article on the subject worth reading about if you're interested in regenerative agriculture, um, you know, as a piece uh, of itself. And then this week, there are a couple of books. And of course, there's a million books, but there was a couple of books that we thought were particularly interesting. Um, and one of them is called Why Are All the Black Kids Sitting Together in the Cafeteria? Um, and this is about, you know, some of the sort of uh, built in like self segregation that happens in, in school cafeterias. You also see it in other settings, but this is where it's like really, really visible sometimes. And Ina pointed out this book and because, you know, she was saying it's scary to talk about race, as we all know. Um, and this book gave her some courage. Uh, and so it encouraged her to talk about her own racial identity um, and the whole concept of these kind of groups that sort of self-form and why that happens and how, what are the impacts of that later on? You know, the impact of literally sitting with a different group of folks in the cafeteria can play through, you know, the school system and, and beyond. And so this book kind of dives into that topic and helps us kind of understand this. Um, and so really, really interesting book is called Why Are All the Black Kids Sitting Together in the Cafeteria? And it's by Beverly Daniel Tatum uh, as well. So, so check that out. The next book that we thought was really interesting I wanted to share is called Franchise, The Golden Arches in Black America. Of course, this is about McDonald's and the subtitle is The Surprising History of McDonald's and the Civil Rights Movement. And so if you think about it, there's a lot of implications to, you know, the growth of McDonald's uh, over the years. Of course, you know, the involvement early on of like, OK, if there are battles between, um, you know, food establishments and civil rights activists about who can be served, McDonald's was part of that as well. Um, who could be hired as well? That becomes a question, right? But then, as it gets more, uh, the, as it as it gets through time, uh, of course, the question of who is a McDonald's franchisee, who owns that McDonald's store if it's in a black neighborhood? And so, McDonald's throughout uh, time, and I, you know, you'll have to read the book to, to learn all the ins and outs. Um, but in the New York Times review of the book that we give you, there's a little bit of 
uh, kind of indication of this, but essentially McDonald's seems to have gone through, you know, different phases where they were kind of uh, initially against the civil rights activists and then later on trying to support the idea of uh, encouraging more black franchisees. And so there's really interesting sort of like complicated history. And Justin on our team uh, really recommended this book because of that complicated history of McDonald's, of course, you know, from every facet, it's a complicated history. Um, a lot of good came out of it. A lot of bad came out of it. Um, and so there's this whole sort of like uh, topic of McDonald's and black neighborhoods and the intersection of like black capitalism, civil rights, um, really interesting read. So a recommendation there. And then finally, a few podcasts that we wanted to share, a few food podcasts that we wanted to share. Um, and of course, there's an infinite number of food podcasts now, but um, a couple that were you know particularly notable was uh, there's a, actually a roundup of food policy podcasts that you can check out. That's from Hunter College. Um, and so if you're looking, looking for a good place to get started, that's a great list. Um, there's a podcast called Hacking Hunger podcast by the World Food Program. Um, and that's to kind of uncover these human stories, hidden stories um, about food, food scarcity uh, on the front lines of hunger, as they call it. But that's around the world as well. And then there's another podcast that we thought is really, really interesting. It's kind of a little bit different. It's, it's called the Green Dreamer podcast. And in their own words, um, it's about exploring our paths to holistic healing, ecological regeneration, and true abundance and wellness for all. Um, and that wellness for all uh, phrase, I think is like really powerful because, you know, if you look at the sort of wellness movement overall, uh, sometimes that's pretty much like combined to like white affluent neighborhoods or you know, other kind of very restricted access. And this idea of wellness for all is something that is like, you know, obviously should be a human right. It shouldn't be a question of, of kind of access to wellness, you know. So one episode that we thought was particularly interesting was uh, episode 134. Um, and that is with Leah Penniman. Um, and she's, she runs Soul Fire Farm, which is actually in New York uh, State in, in Grafton. Uh, but also she's a food activist. Um, she's the author of Farming While Black. Um, she's just got a lot of really interesting things to say and, and sort of advice and tips on how to dismantle, you know, racism in our food system as well. So another sort of really, really pertinent, uh, topic for this week, uh, and something that we'd love you to check out. So that was the green dreamer podcast. Um, and that's it really, that's, that's a little succinct kind of list of things that we thought is kind of interesting this week. We're really curious to, to see if you've got other suggestions as well. Um, because certainly at the team, we love, you know, finding out more, learning more, like acknowledging that we don't know everything um, and kind of just discovering interesting things that people are, are coming up with and, and learning more about the history um, of the civil rights movement as well. So that's it. Uh, we'll see you back next week for a more regular version of the podcast. You'll see me in the farm um, and yeah, have a great week. See you later. <music>